BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Wow. 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 So this is... Joe DeRosa episode. We did a two-parter today. This is Joe DeRosa. He was great. He was fun. He said some things about his family, which I didn't appreciate. But other than that, (laughs) no, it was a lot of fun. And now we came in the house, and I'll be honest, we had a tremendous amount of fresh air. And I'm in a good zoned-out state, but I forgot to do the opening. Not that we need him so much. The show is nothing without Todd talking into his phone. And I have a cold and a loose tooth you're going to hear about in the show. Legend has it. What are you guys doing, Eric? So listen up. Don't get any ideas. Oh, I think that... uh, Oh, wait, why would have... uh, But that doesn't make any sense. uh. No, Eric is here. And um, he seems to be, I uh, think I'm rambling. Well, I'm trying to turn this Joe DeRosa show into a 
to some a little meteor. I got to put some meat on the opening. And Joe's going to find out because I didn't know he wanted to stay longer. We ended up doing a shorter show. Then he stayed for the after show. You going to leave this in? Yeah. Well, what's wrong with this? <laughs> nothing. Uh, so now I got a, a shorter show that I'm trying to fluff up the opening. This is what I'm forced to do. So what I do is I'll just do a long opening. Eric, how are you? I'm good. Me too. I hope you're enjoying the opening to the Joe DeRosa show. Every second it turns into a second longer show. When are you going to record? I'm, this is the opening. Oh, you're leaving this in? Oh, sure. I'm not afraid. I leave the stuff that's raw in. I like stuff that's slick. I'm like... Uh, you consider this a, more of a conversation? I like a conversation, you know. You know, I'll you take you... let the conversation begin? Yes. I'll take you back to my house. In my case, a hotel. <laughs> With that stupid fake laugh. Like you just thought of it. You think you can fool people to... Anyway, you know, I don't know. All right, listen, for those of you who haven't heard, uh, you know, it was uh, a little uh, Facebook uh, thing that Garth Brooks put on YouTube. Everyone heard it. It's him talking about his Facebook page. We'll play it right now. You want to play it right now? Yeah, why not? Oh, so this is the opening of a show, and yet we have a clip? I guess it's... All right, you're bringing closer over here. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. Wait, it's official? I wasn't sure about this at the start. You were? And a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. She said, think of it more as a conversation. Oh. Oh. But I'm already finding out on my own. So it's wiping the walls out between you and me. And I really like that. It allows us into each other's worlds, or I guess in my case. <laughs> it's a hotel, hotel room. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think about things I like the most. Yeah. I want to post cool stuff. Yeah. Slick stuff, oh. neat stuff. Yeah, I do too. But most of them want to post them to be raw stuff like this. Raw. So this is truly a conversation. And I say let that conversation begin. No, seriously. Is that a sickness? Well, I like it. I really no, I'm being honest. Is that a sickness? What I mean is a delusion past the point of understandability. Because delusion can also be genuine. Someone can be a... Not, I don't think delusion is the right word. This is delusional. It's uh, not... Look at his Twitter feed. There's something a little off about it. Like, I'm worried about his stability. Like, in, from a place of love. So, He's trying to... Singer. How who, Who's that? Who's that? Who's that out of it? Of that they think they can... Elvis? Who's that fool? People that are morons? Go, you know what I like about him? He likes raw stuff. What's your best target audience that they believe everything you're saying? That's the best. What's your best target audience? Then uh, that someone that's going to go, you know, I really like him. He likes raw stuff. Slick stuff. He likes it slick. It is slick. It is slick. You know who's not slick? You know, it really, like, knocks down the walls, though, between him. I like that he's doing that. You're talking about Garth Brooks? He's knocking the walls down between us as fans 
And him, I love that he's doing that. Like, he's uh, so funny. Like our worlds collide, but in his case, a hotel. <laughs> he said, he goes, he goes, uh, let our, you know, whatever collide. In my case, a hotel. <laughs> it's so funny. He just thought of it. I could tell it was spontaneous. His little, his little gestures, his fake pauses of, <laughs> sure, <laughs> weirdo. And I rarely call people weirdos. He deserves it. What's your favorite Garth Brooks song? Um, hold on. Why won't this go? Uh, do I have a favorite song from Garth Brooks? I mean, I remember liking seeing Garth Brooks perform. I saw some videos, and he looked like he really enjoyed himself on stage. And he did a Billy Joel song, You May Be Right. And he, like, ran all over the stage. And I thought, it looks like it's fun. Billy and Joel wrote a song for him. What's it called? Shameless. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you watch your mouth? Oh. Watch your mouth out with soap. If you're going to curse. I didn't, that doesn't make any sense. I wish I could edit this opening. Anyway, listen, we're really beefing up the front of the show. <laughs> no, look how good we're doing. It's like, oh, it's an Are hour. Are you going to leave this in? Of course I am. People want to hear this. Oh. You know why I like people to hear slick stuff? <laughs> And I'm wiping out the walls, the barriers. This is more of a conversation. You're right. Leave it in. It's more of a conversation. You know what? If it is, I go, let the conversation begin. Because that's just who I am. I'm slick. I'm neat. It's painful, isn't it? Anyway, right? I know it's painful. Okay, not us, folks. Talking to somebody else. Eric. Yeah. Today was a today was a fun uh, show with Joe DeRosa. It was really good. I really sure. liked it. It's so I like how much we're filling up the opening. Also, we really turned it into something. We did jingles. We were turning the opening into something. This isn't just doing nothing. Is this necessary? Sure, everything we do is necessary. You know, we raised enough money last year on our show through charitable causes. You know, because I give profits of the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, to the. When people uh, give to the PayPal. When people give to the PayPal, I give 1% of that to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. By the way, who started that? That's a great, uh, somebody thought about that for the first time. Now there's like five or six division, you know, types of Make-A-Wish. There's another one, Dream Upon a Star, you know, but they're all doing the same good thing. Well, sure, my opening has heart. <laughs> well, if we're going to fluff up the opening, we're going to make it have some heart. Sure, it's a show. Whatever you got. Let it roll, Eric. What is this? Eric's going to play something on the iPad. But he better... The music comes from so many places and so many different fields of music and geographically this time. Who is it? Gentlemen, join us all the way from Chicago. They've been together about seven years. We just met backstage a minute ago and I said, guys, what do I say? I know three Stooges fans all over the world love them. I said, what do I say about you? So all I have to do is, is this the introduction? I read this off this piece of paper. If I read this, this does it. This is the greatest band I've ever heard. Is that, is that it? Ladies and gentlemen, the Jump in the Saddle Band! Hello! 
Oh my God, this is a live version of them. Oh, everybody, well, that's uh, the opening to the show. Uh, this will be, yeah, you're going to hear more about this in the show. Sorry for the sloppy opening, but I really did fill in the opening with, uh, with uh, I think we turned it into something, this great opening that we created. Uh, some people say you can't just talk about it and make it great. If I don't talk about how great my opening is, who's going to? So I'm really liking this one, and it's turned out dynamite. I mean, it's really got something. It's got something for everybody. So anyway, enjoy the show. It's Joe DeRosa, and uh, that's it. Okay? You're going to be fine. Now entering Nerdist.com. Wow. You all right, Joe? Yeah, I'm good. Joe DeRosa, ladies and gentlemen, is here. Not yet. Not- oh, you want to applaud? Sure, we applaud. We're not like shows where they think it's on. Un- you make your guests feel welcome. Thank you. Sure. Now, uh, Duncan is here. Duncan Carey's here. Hello. Aristotle's here. Um, Eric Olson's here. John Brand Wagner. And then also uh, Chad Denick, ladies and gentlemen, is sitting in. Chad Very is uh, a comedian from. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Hey, Chad, <laughs> sit back, as Judge Judy would say. And 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 uh, and uh, add respectful. You know what? I should love that. He brought his own jingle. Let me hear it one more time. Put some reverb in it. <laughs> now, how did you get that? From Joe. You ordered it from him? No. I'm VIP. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, and do me a favor. Sit up. Sit back a little. Sit back. <laughs> okay. I know he knows that mic's hot, so he's gonna. If ever I think someone's into the mic, I'll be like, oh, it makes my, it makes my back hurt. I can feel it. So Chad Denick is here. Yeah. And he's sitting in, and, and he's great. And I met him in, uh, in uh, Seattle, I think, a long time ago. And he's a stand-up comedian. And then, uh, that's nice. So that's it. So let's do the uh, – let's go over the – and by the way, this is not like other shows where the pro- – you ever been to a show where the producer sits at the table? What is that? How could that be – isn't the producer behind a glass? Right. No, well, I mean in radio, in ra- but not in these podcasts. But not in this. Well, we do a real show. I don't know about <laughs> other shows, but sure, we have a. He sits behind glass. We don't good because I go to a show and the producers at the table. I go, oh, you mean the guest? Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I get thrown off. I don't like that. By the way, like, you know, I'm kidding, right? I wouldn't. I'm either. not. I'm dead serious. Well, you don't I like, don't like the producer chiming in like Ed fucking McMahon. No, <laughs> you know what? Because you, you know want to. Here's, that's why I love after shows, because then everybody here, we can all get more time and, on the mic. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't like when I go to a podcast and there's, like, if, if I have to, like, wait, like, ten minutes while they, uh, the, the other person and them do a bit that I don't, I don't want to talk yeah. about what I like. Yeah. Someone knows what I'm talking about. I'm sick of Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> um, I'm so he, tired. He yelled at me once for showing up early. Oh well, I bet I bet if I heard his version, you'd be right. He would. <laughs> you did something else. You're not being honest with me. No, no, no. Me. I just showed up too early. Well, and he's like, up. and he's like, Joe, what the hell are you doing here? I told you two fifteen. Why are you here too? Like, and he yelled, but he was like kind of joking. But I don't know if he was joking. Well, it's like my joke. You ever go up to someone's? You ever have people show up to your house an hour early for dinner? What can we do to help? Fucking leave. <laughs> that's my joke, and that's I think he. I think he would probably go. That's the that joke. Same sentiment. I don't um, think I've heard that joke. Well, because I'm always writing new material. No, no, no. But did you do it on your CD? 
Do you have a joke? Comment? No, no, no. Did oh. you? Uh, no, uh, yeah, yes, I did. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I had it. No, because you didn't hear my I had CD. A j- no, no, I heard your CD. I had a joke like that too. I didn't. I dropped it before. I, I didn't record it. But the. Uh, <laughs> That's our funny joke. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I had a joke just like that, but I figure, uh, and do me a favor, take your beer, and only because it makes noise, if you have to put it on the wooden thing right there. Put it there? Yeah, what the hell. Not like that it. thing? This Wait, thing? No. Where do you want it? Right there. Okay. Let's do the opening of the show. Why not? Let's go through the house. We go big, and then we have something for you. Okay. I can't get enough of this podcast. to fall asleep. It was embarrassing. <laughs> we play a million jingles for our balls because it's hard when Okay, listen. A few things. That was nice. Did you like it? That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you very much. Guess what's going to happen on the after show? I'm gonna I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna tell a story about Mrs. Biazzi, my special. What? Yeah, my special. She. It was my first time. I was in like a special class for kids with dyslexia. They didn't know what it was then. In second, third grade, she came to my show in Philadelphia. That's on the this show. Uh, Part two of this show. We don't know what we're going to do with it, but there's going to be a family show after this show. You give people something to look forward to. That's nice. And then one other thing, because I don't like the guests. You know why I dropped it? Because you're here. I don't want. I hate when I go to shows and they make me wait, so I always think about it now. That's so all right. get to the guests. Get to the guests. You're doing great. Oh, thank, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that. That's why I like yeah, you. Yeah. How about we, our exchange of... By the way, nothing wrong with that. We had some exchange of nice text. Yeah. Which... I'm sure that- <laughs> I told him, oil that chair. <laughs> no, uh, we, it, was, it was a mm-hmm. nice text out of nowhere. I don't know why. I just said, I just. I, I, you've, you've sent me very nice things from out of nowhere. You pa- I just because I nice passed things. by your name, and I'm like, who yeah. doesn't need a word? I'll be like, I'm proud of you or something. Yeah, it's who really doesn't nice. Need some? And then you sent something back that was so, that you were, the way you appreciated it made me feel even. I'm like, this whole thing works for everybody. It was great. It was great. And mm-hmm. then I looked forward to us. I, I said, Todd and I are getting closer. And then we did Big J's CISO show together. That was so much fun. We had a blast, and I said, uh, this is great. Like, I feel like we're genuine friends. And then we went down to the bar and got a drink, and you said, I'll be right back, and you never came back. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. Bum, bum. <laughs> what happened? My- you, drank, you, drank, you drank half your whiskey oh soda, and I God. go, and you go, I got to get some air, and I go, are you, are you a little too high for this place? And you went, yeah, a little bit. And then you you didn't come. Nah. But I but I knew that that's I, I didn't take offense. I was like, I get it. He's like, he's got to go figure out his stuff right Sometimes now. Sometimes it's hard. Like everyone does the same thing. It's hard to say goodbye, especially when you know, I I, I, I needed to go back to the hotel. But how much fun was doing that? It was uh, a blast. 
It was it's a blast. Funny that it's a crowd work show, but the audience acts exactly how they should for a show like that. They don't. They know it. They get it. Whatever they're doing, they get it. No, it doesn't mean you all get to yell out. Right, and they don't. They're like they really just go. We get it. This is a. It's an know. almost a. It's almost a phenomenon of some kind that they uh, have shot so many episodes of that show, and it's never been a problem. Yeah, that you would think it would be. Think how oh, the problem with those shows are. People start thinking it's a big, but it's yeah. not. They're, you know why? Yeah, because uh, uh, something that I did behind his back. I didn't want to ever take credit for. <laughs> I I tell the audiences. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> Real quick, if anybody is a court sonographer, uh, we're doing a show. Well, you never know. My, uh, we're doing a show uh, where we're going to smoke pot. Maybe I'll do a live show and use a court stenographer to be there. So if there was mm-hmm. a podcast where everybody smoked and every time we said, wait, what were we just talking about? Boom, you got a court sonographer. And then I'm turning it into a, like a stand-up show where... And I know they have stand-up shows where everyone smokes pot. The only difference here, just a little twist on it, that there's the court sonographer there. Right. So if you lose your place, you have crystal clear. Oh, that's great. Instant. That's what you were saying. And that's then great. to hear it read back sometimes will be fun. I did it on Preston and Steve in Philadelphia. That's how I know that's that it's going to be fun. They had a court sonographer there, and I was able to be as frenetic as I wanted with, with pinpoint accuracy if I ever got lost where I got lost. I love it. I talked to those guys this morning. They're the best. Preston, oh, did you yeah. uh, to promote your special? Yeah, I called in, but I hadn't talked to him since the last time I was in Philly, and mm-hmm. it's just always great to talk to those guys. Yeah, the, those guys are just amazing, you know? Are you going to be coming out? What? You let me down. What? Joe DeRosa. Shut up. You let me down. Here we go. You should check out his new special. It's out now. We used to have JJ with the trumpet, but we don't need it. Make it talk. All right, there you go. That's amazing. Well, we have a sting for you, too. If you ever say anything, you know, like we need to sting you up with some. Joe DeRosa. There we go. Just I like love that. that. Yeah, sure. He you, loves it. You Play guys it made Joe You guys made that song with Jingle Joe. Isn't he the best? Without Jingle Joe, I wouldn't want to do the show. I only live for the jingles That's, and the songs. I'm very touched. Can you guys? I so- Joe <laughs> There you go. Play the whole song. Fuck it. <laughs> Joe so what if it costs us extra? What were you going to say? I didn't mean to Could be rude. You, no, you weren't be. You're, you didn't mean to be rude by playing a song in my honor. You wanted it. Your <laughs> you're fine. You wanted to be your ringtone. No, I, yeah, I want to. I want a copy of that. That's a special of moment. Of course, for you me. get a copy. That's Go a get it. See moment. that red thing over there? It's 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 already in a box. <laughs> it's <laughs> the whole jingle. <laughs> that's a that's a contraption where you put in the. <laughs> that's the contraption. <laughs> one of those With, punched hole things. By the way, we're looking. At, you know those for the people are listening, which is usually everybody. Uh, you know the portable air conditioners that don't have to go in a window. Why well, have like a, a a blanket over one in here so you can't see it when we're not using it? We reacted like the, for this little cart, the jingle. That's the size of the unit you have to bring home with you, <laughs> just so you can play. You know, you can be in your house. Joe DeRosa. <laughs> there you go. Wow, I'm in a great mood. <laughs> And also a, on the on the next uh, part two, I'm going to talk about uh, the court sonographer. So if you if email Todd Glass, Todd Glass Comedy at Gmail, 
And then I'll talk about Miss Biazzi and also some of my friends. My parents had their best friends were Lyndon Stanley, and in like we kindergarten we lived next door to them. Right. And we moved into the suburbs. They moved into the suburbs. Haven't seen them since they were twelve and thirteen. Okay. They, they all three kids and the mom came to the show. Oh wow! Yeah, that's nuts. And my mom went into the city for three days and stayed four days. Stayed with Linda because her husband's uh, out of town in Florida, and uh, whatever he does there, <clears throat> and. Uh, <laughs> So, not only did I reunite with their with the three the, her three kids, but my mom and and uh, Linda spent like four days in the city, and it was it was nice. My mom did something. So uh, that's nice when like people show up like that. That I happens know. in Philly to me a lot. It does. Just people that I haven't seen in that I haven't seen in years. I you know? I overwhelmingly look. I'm sure if you're at someone like I don't know if you can't. I, I I can handle the amount that it happens. It's not like I guess if you're like Louis C.K. is what I'm going to say. Maybe that would get a little rougher, but the amount that happens to me, I always I'm always some other people came to the show on Sunday that I it was a place called K. It was an automotive place, and I went in to buy headlights for my Jeep, and I ended up like think they were, went to a show at the Comedy Works. I mean, I'm like 19. Right. But I loved hanging out there, and I would go there almost every day, right. talk on the PA, and, and just just wait on customers that didn't know I really didn't work there. I went there for five, six hours, and the manager was so nice. His name was Poke, and that was it. I, 19, 20, 21, I would go in there, and then that's it. Then I haven't been there since the, they came to the show. He couldn't believe. Of, I, I'm like, of course I remember you. You used to let me borrow your truck. Wait, you haven't been to the comedy works? Uh, no, I haven't been to that. That I didn't hang out there. Oh, oh, that, oh. That, that oh, you don't mean the Denver. I'm thinking, I think you meant the Denver one. Oh, I'm no, getting, no, I'm sorry. sorry. That Philly had one at one Philly point. Philly had the comedy works. The same owners or no? Uh, no. Okay. No, same great. It was a great club, though. Yeah, when oh. I started, it was it was just the all that was left was the Laugh House. I started the Laugh House. Oh, that's right. I forgot you're from Philly. And, uh, and the, uh, uh, you know, the... Scarpatti's. Yeah. We're at a comedy cabaret. Look at the crowd. Look at the crowd. Yeah. He plays, he plays the curly shuffle. It's like his one minute to showtime song. I'm like, Andy, get a grip. When you're playing the curly shuffle, someone put, should put smelling salts under your nose. It's, Seriously, that's yeah. how bad of a decision that is. Someone has to go, oh, no, of course. What do you mean you're letting him get away with it? Obviously, he's having a seizure. He has a, he put smelling salts under his nose. And you know what? Someone's, <laughs> then they come to and they go, oh, my God, am I still playing the curly shuffle? It's not even in the gray area. It's like a big fucking fat joke on my head. Yeah. And I love him. It's, <laughs> I do. The first time I ever talked to him ever in my life. I'd played. I'd done a couple sets at his rooms as a, you know, as a host or whatever, you know, no, making no money. He would email me, go, Joe, you want to host? I'll pay you a whole twenty dollars. Ha ha ha! You'd like rub your face and how bad the money was. <laughs> he was trying to make it fun. Uh, but uh, I remember the first time I ever talked to him, he called me to confirm me for something, and I, he goes, "You sound like it was in the afternoon." He goes, "You sound like you just woke up, pal." And I go. My car broke down last night on 76. I was stuck out there till like 7 a.m. My, you know, it was just a mess, so I didn't really get any sleep. And he goes, why don't you call me, buddy? I would have picked you up. <laughs> you know what? He probably would have. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have. I bet he would have. Get out of here. That's the part of Andy, that he would have. Really? I think so. <laughs> I really do. See, Andy just got, you know, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I love the stories about him. If he listens, he knows I adore him. But Andy, you know, you did some shit. Um, <laughs> no, I do. I, I, I don't even matter. So anyway, all that's out of the way, and then um, so and the the my point was that when those people came up to me after the show, you know, they they he told me he I said, do you remember I borrowed your fan? Like the, you know, a big warehouse fan yeah. from the stage. I told this. He goes, yeah, and you hear, yes, I do. 
Really? And and I go, he goes, we didn't know what the fuck you wanted a fan for after the show I talked to him. And I go, so from the stage, though, I did tell the story. I remember wanting a fan because my parents were having a party out back at their house. And I thought if I can get one of those big fans and put it, like, you know, away from everyone, it'll get a breeze going across. That's nice of you. Well, for me, too, I didn't want bugs. And when there's a breeze, there's less bugs. Right. So you you don't put it near everybody. You put it, like, 20 feet away. And this is a big enough fan where it would. And it did. It worked. I gave a breeze through the whole backyard. Really? But my brother's version of it, it wasn't enjoyable because I just walked around all night, even when I was, like, at this point, maybe 20, going, I told you it would fucking work. (laughs) He goes, yeah, I told you. Yeah, of course it works. It's a fan. There's no. Did you go near the food? There's no bugs. I would have been proud of myself because I wouldn't know to do that now, and I'm almost 40. So you should have been proud of yourself. And you know what else I did? Paul Pizzotti, I went over and borrowed shrubs. They're still in the buckets. And I, and I put them all over the place, like, to hide the fan. Like, I put... And so it was coming through, like, some trees, you know? Yeah. Oh, so much fucking that's, work. That's nice. That, that's nice that you went all out for your it parents' wasn't nice. party at It 20. wasn't nice. I was obsessed. I, I'm not going to try to sell it as nice. Well, what, what else could it be? You did nice things for your parents. My parents used to have parties. I wanted to kill myself. I would do anything I could to not help. <laughs> I'd say I'd shit on your party, and then I'd spit at him. <laughs> I would, what did you say you did again? I said I would the say, opposite of me. What did you do? I shit on your party, and then I'd spit at him. <laughs> Unnecessary. I would shit on their party, and then I'd spit on them. Okay, here's the thing. I think I, I've learned a lot. By the way, a lot of people, I've done it too, where you try to sell something you do as a, I was helping you. There are things I've done to help people. Sure. But a lot of times, like, things I've done at my parents' house was because, for me, you know, because they didn't want it. Like, I remember, I love you to death, but just don't to, Don't touch the mic. By the way, no, no, no. Am I, am I getting away from it? No, no, you're fine. I like, I like when their cord has some lay in it. I'm a fidgety no, guy. No, no. You're fine. I'm you're, fidgety. You're, you know what? Whatever you do is fine. And then if I like correct you, don't ever take it as that I don't want you here and, and I love your energy. No, so. just just do whatever just you got to do, do. That's what I tell people. Just yeah. let me do it. Don't. It I don't care. It doesn't represent anything the way I feel about yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, back to the thing. So I just wanted a certain way. Like I remember once begging them to get his party catered. <laughs> to what? <laughs> to get it catered. I okay. found out what it cost. And, and it worked, and I was right, but the, it's a truck, and it was a, it was an Aqualani catering service. Picture an old trolley car, right? And it wasn't that expensive, and they, they park in your yard, and then you go into the trolley, and there's food in there, and there's different things in there, and then there's... So it's like, it's a trolley, it has big speakers on it, so if you wanted to play music through their system, right. it has lights for at night to light up the yard. So the trolley came in, my brother got it for his wedding, I, and I was, you know, still like, we gotta get that trolley. And uh, they said it was too wet to pull into the yard for my brother's party. You know what I told them? What? They wanted to park on the neighbor's driveway and have people go up from the side of the house. Uh, yeah. I said, and and yeah. I got it. They, I go, I will pay whatever it costs if it gets stuck. They go, what if it's $1,000? I go, I'll put it on my credit card right now. And it, I was, that's how much. And they pulled into the backyard. Did it get stuck? No. That is great. Oh, this no, is... I had to be in the goddamn backyard. This... I... Well, they, yeah, it's your party. You just slept over to the neighbor's house. That my, sucks. At my brother's wedding, I wanted there to be no bugs. Now, I've learned a lot since then, and I'm a little bit indifferent. So you got I've... a fan? Uh, yeah, I, I brought, uh, yeah, I brought Chad Denick. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Hey, I'll tell you what you're here to hear. Thank you. All right, so um, 
so uh, I didn't want there to be bugs. Back then, I didn't. I, I'm, I have a different relationship with, you know, I try to be more environmentally aware. You know, right. if I'm not perfect, which I'm far from it, I'm better than I was. Every year I get better. And, and, and uh, back then I had no relationship with it, as long as there were no bugs. There was a something called diazinon. You could get it. Exterminators used to use it. They used to use it at Disneyland. That's why there were no bugs. It's right. not environmentally friendly at all. You're killing so many bugs that we need. Right. So many butterflies. So many. But I would just... I got there at 6 in the morning, and I scorched the fuck out of that place. I drenched the yard. There wasn't a bug with it. I'd do the neighbor's <laughs> house. They weren't looking. It, did shit. it stink? No, it didn't. It didn't. It dissipated after, like, three hours. That's why I did it so early in the oh, morning. Oh, okay. I see. But um, yeah, there were no bugs. And that, that trolley got parked in the backyard from my brother's <laughs> wedding. It was great. So I Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. No. I was going to say, this is how different our family party stories were so for christmas one year for the family you know we get together on christmas day everybody can i and, ask you a question yeah one question and i'm being yeah. and uh, that new uh that uh, 1920s betting music will you tell your story would you mind some betting music no i you don't want any no, no no i'll give you a teeny bit i think you'll no, like no, it. But tell your story for real i don't i, don't, I really don't want <laughs> it go ahead tell your story you want reverb in your voice no. All right, I'll put a little in. You'll no, like it. If I you don't, don't like it, it, I'll take it out. It's, not I don't want, it's, it's fine. no trouble to take it out. I don't need like it. it. Tell your story. If you don't like the reverb of the music, I'll always take it out later. I don't like either. You know what? Go ahead. Have right. fun. Have fun. <laughs> I, uh, one year at Christmas, I was in charge of the hors d'oeuvres for before dinner. Right? Everybody had to do something. I was going to bring pepperoni and cheese and stuff and crackers. And my mom calls me and she goes... She goes, we picked your stuff up for you today at the supermarket, your dad and I. And I go, what'd you get? And she goes, we got one of those pre-cut trays. And I go, well, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, why? It's, it's fine. I go, I'm not bringing that crap. I'm bringing good, and this is what I said, I'm bringing Cracker Barrel. Because I thought that was like good cheese. <laughs> I was I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed of what they wanted me to bring to this to this party. I was disgusted by it. You know what? What do you do when you care about? Ouch. You know, I, I know there's gray areas. I know people either have it or they don't. I've done. You know, actually, that's how I know. Uh, you know, Duncan from over here. Duncan used to work at the Tempe Improv, and over the years, there I would go back to uh, the employees there would be having parties at their house, and some of them are eighteen, nineteen years old, and some of them had it just back then. They ha- they had an eye for like having some ambiance and right. serving things cool or making it look cool. And some people never, they just don't have it. And my mom was good, I thought. But now when I look back, I think I outgrew her. But anyway, um, but like, I, I'm the same way. I'm like, and my family, some of them don't care about it at all. I think I've lied to myself because I forced them to do it a certain way for so long. This is up to like five years ago. Like right. I would go home and try to control it. And, and, and have and one year I wanted to use real plates for dinner. Real plates, but they right. didn't want to wash them. Right. So you know what I We're said? We're big on the plastic plates on a holiday. Which I get it. And you can get cool ones and there's a way to do it. There's always, there's always gray areas. I just wanted to... You can do plastic and I get it. You can do it cool. There's right. a way to do it cool. I'm, I'm not saying there isn't. But I wanted a real sit down with plates. I think I was bringing somebody home, you know, like right. that, that I liked. A girl. Huh? Right. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, I said, okay, well, we won't wash them. There's a tradition. I made it up in Greece where you eat your... You eat your dinner, and then you take the plate, and you break it into the trash can, and you make a wish. I made it up. I made it up. So, and there were two for a dollar plates at the 99-cent store in Philadelphia. So it's not that big of a deal. It's cheaper than good 
plastic, I think. Right. So we all had real plates. And you know what? They didn't want to use silverware either. I bought silverware. From, I, I couldn't. I'm like, I'll wash the silverware, but I think we ended up buying like even that at the 99 cents. Oh, no, we used real silverware because that doesn't take up that much room in the dishwasher. So we, go, we do. After dinner, we go outside. I have a big trash can out there. Boom, we break them in. My, my, uh, my one aunt, her plate doesn't break. She goes, what happens? I go, you get two wishes. <laughs> <laughs> she, she liked it. <laughs> so she was like, oh, my God, I'm so lucky. That's genius. This is, a, this is a custom I learned in Greece. Is that what you said? I think I made up some place where they, oh, they break the plates. My family probably, their version of it is. So Todd made up some bullshit reason, but we acted like we believed <laughs> But I cared. Like, I wanted it to be nice, and I wanted, like, the, I remember seeing my friend Meg's house. The patio didn't have just cheap furniture. Well, it did, but she knew how to make it look nice. She put, like, a, a tablecloth over it to the ground. So right. It's one of those cheap plastic tables with the four legs that come undone, and you just yeah. take them out, and you, you know, sure. stick them in. You, she would put, like, a thing over it to the ground so it looked, and then push the four chairs up around it, get old chairs that didn't match. You know what I mean? You don't have to buy four plastic chairs. You get one. You, you pick them up at yard sales. I never knew you could do that. Put right. ten chairs that don't match around a table. Right. I'm but like, you oh, like that or you don't like I that? I do. Be- I see what you you're saying. You spray paint them all the same color if you want. Well, even but if every chair is different, then it's cool. But if it's two of these are the no, same, no, no. then one of those. What I mean yeah. is like for your patio, you, the plastic tables are either free. They pr- probably get left at your house from the previous renter. You put a tablecloth on that to the ground. You might think, why do I keep saying to the ground? Because one that falls a foot, it doesn't cut all the way to the ground. It yeah. can hit the ground. And then if you have no money is my point. If you have money, you could do other things. But if you have no money, I saw my friend Meg. My parents didn't. They had like six of the same Sears chairs. That's what my parents had. They had the set. Yes. The patio set. Yeah, that's what my parents had. Yeah. With that, but that god-awful cushion that was made out of plastic. Yeah, it was an ugly It was ugly had furniture. a pattern on it. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was ugly furniture. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. It was, it was, it was always like a sandalwood color yes. or white with like, with like pastel cushions. Right. You fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forgive them. It's one for the money, two for the show. The reason we do that, play the Wayne Newton does this thing in his concert. He'll tell a joke, it falls flat, and then he starts singing a hit song. They all applaud, and it's like, <laughs> I once said it is easy to be humble when you're, you're a success. The trick is to be arrogant when you're a flop. <laughs> when it's one for the money, two for the show. Do it again. It's so cool. It's great. I once said it is easy to be the humble when you're a success. On his cue, the watch. trick is to be arrogant when you're a flop. <laughs> So we isolated it. Now it's one for the money. Now we go. Is Wayne Newton still alive? It's one for the money. Yes, he is. Is he still performing? It's one for the money. He is. I thought. I think. I think it might be. I'm being genuine. More because of his facelifts that he can't sing than his actual vocal cords. I'm not even joking. Right. Like to George Carlin, there's something. It's been so. So pulled that I think it's affecting his ability. To Did George speak. Carlin say that? Oh, I, I, that's my safe word. We instead, oh. not safe word. Is that what it's called? A safe word? Yeah. We're being. Uh, it's our swear to God. I think I want to get rid of it. Now I can't at this point. No, do Shut it. Shut up. Stop. <laughs> that out. Aristotle goes. Yeah, I heard him. Like it's that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, Todd, you can't. So let's talk more about your family. Um, yeah. What do you want to know? Hold on. Let me put this fan on because I love. I love hearing this. Oh, story. get rid of the bugs. Yeah, get rid of the, I like a let fan. Let me get rid of the fan. To get yeah. rid of some of the bugs in the it's, air. It's blowing right on my balls. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's one for the money, for the show. Can you get rid of the bugs? 
Every time you play that throughout the night, you can't. Oh, I'm gonna remember how we pick one thing, and I say play the fuck out of it. That one. One for the money. Pick opportune moments. Boom. And you come right in. Did you ever listen to the... Because when you first played it, I thought it was Elvis. Because he does sound, sound like yeah, Elvis. Yeah, yes, he does. But uh, That's Wayne Newton. No, no, I know. I know. But did you ever I listen you to... Know. Did you, but I, I, no, I thought you said. I thought Spider, you I said. Did, I did, I did. The, uh, no, but uh, what, uh, did you ever listen to the old... I started YouTubing this recently. The... Uh, I'll just you, you, YouTube uh, Elvis drug-fueled rant, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they're we just play, the best. We play it on the show. We, we, we do our own version of it. Well, hold on. Can you play the, the one where he's going, I've never been on a drug a day in my life? No, the, the, yeah, that's the one I was going to. Yeah. I, I sent it to Burr, and we were texting back and forth. I'll rip your tongue out yeah. by the root. And then the audience <laughs> applauds. Yeah, it it's so fun. funny. Do we have the betting? Do we have all that stuff, like the betting that goes with it, and we would all do him? In this day and time, you can't even get sick. You are strung out. Is this it? Yeah. Oh, by God, I'll tell you something, friend. I have never been strung out <laughs> in my life, except on music. <laughs> when I got sick here in the hotel, I got sick here that one night. I had 102 temperature. They wouldn't let me perform. From three different sources, I heard I was strung out on heroin. Thank you. I swear to God, Two. hotel employees, Jack, bellboys, Freaks, you carry your luggage up to the room. Freaks. People freaks. working around, you know, talking. Freaks. That's not nice. Maids. Maids. Yeah. Oh, they're really. And I was sick. I was, you know, I was getting had a doctor, had the flu, and I got over one day. It was I? I think he's strung out right now. Town. Yeah, he, they, the band would just vamp behind him. The band would like vamp. He'd just be up on stage. Bafan, the individual. The shit I was strung. I never smoked a. Oh, we do the audience that's watching him thinking. Watch it. I never smoked. I never did a drug a day in my life. I think he's on drugs now. The audience hear the murmurs of it. I never did a drug. Maybe one day I had a bare aspirin. No, that's that's no. I was on something more than that. I've had aspirin. He's gonna die today, probably. I never did a drug in my life. One day I had a maybe a Flintstone chewable by accident. Oh, he had something more than that. Yeah, that that sounds like an excuse. But he calls them. What's he call them? Freaks. That's freaks. not nice at all. Well, freaks carry your bags up to your room. Yeah, how about this? Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. This Maids. is the same guy that drove to the White House unannounced and made Richard Nixon appoint him as a special agent. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> Did you see the movie? No. Elvis Nixon? It's great. It's a really. Oh, f- when's it from? What year? Sure, like I last did good year. interviews. That's why I ask questions, asshole. It's from last year. <laughs> it's from last year. Uh, it's Michael Shannon plays Elvis. I've never been strung out a day in my life. So. And uh, you know who plays Nixon is uh, Ellen Barkin, which is an odd choice. Is that true? No. no. God, <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh, is Spacey that does, true? Right? Hot diggity dog, he got me. Hot diggity <laughs> dog, everybody. Hot diggity dog. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Now we got ears inside. He's got a dance for you. Wagner is dancing his ass off. All right, what type of show do I have? A great show. I, thank you. You got thank a great you. show. You have a wonderful show. Lifts the spirit, heals the heart. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it does. Because we. You want to get out of here? This walls. This, <laughs> this world. I wrote a sentence down the other day. Uh, it's not the fault. 
the world gets worse and worse with every generation, but it's not the fault of the generation. It's just as the so as the shit snowball uh, strides downhill, it gets bigger and bigger. So by default, and when you're born, you're born into the densest, brownest patch. Hot diggity dog! Hot diggity <laughs> dog! Dog! Hot diggity dog! Now we got ears inside for cheers. Hot dog! Hot dog! No problem solved. Hot dog! Hot dog! You know this is a true story. I, I, this, I lost my virginity to that song. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. <laughs> now we got ears inside for cheers. By the way, this static, I apologize, people listening. I know I turned the volume up and down. We got some static. Let's go back to my serious good interview skills. The Other shows are so upset. Can I pitch you the joke that I pitched oh, yes. to Doug Benson Doug yesterday? Doug Benson from Get Everybody Gets High with Doug. And of course, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the pot show. The pot show. And the show. I love, he's created his own empire. Yes, yes. Good for him. Uh, yeah, he's I'm got doing. that show coming out called High Court. I know. It was fun. Where he's did high. You, did you by any chance play no, a bail? I just, for the very first time yesterday, really hung out with Doug. And, like, I've, I've run into him, but we didn't know each other at all. So yesterday I did his podcast. And then he took me to do two shorts podcasts with him, the oh, rapper. And it was... <laughs> The whole day was a scene, man. We we really bonded yesterday. It's crazy, right? Yeah, we really so bonded. So you go from the, the, the studio in Culver City where they obviously... <laughs> yeah. And then you went to where? To do Too Short, the Rapper's podcast. And how and how was that? Uh, he's been one of my favorite rappers since I was a kid, and I was higher than shit, and it was a real <laughs> weird experience. But it was cool. He Doug got me on the podcast, and like I was talking to Too Short. It was weird. <laughs> But Doug kept being like, don't leave, man. Don't leave. And uh, like out, wanted... of, out of solidarity, because I almost left like three times. He just wanted. They had nowhere for me to sit. And Tujer goes, he can sit in the closet. And I had to sit in this closet. The door was open. <laughs> what? The door was open, but it was the only place they could put a chair. And I was like, Doug, I'm going to go, man. And he's like, he's like, no, no, no it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And I was like, out of solidarity, I can't leave this dude right now. Like, I know where he's at. Right. And I know how much he would appreciate me staying right now. Because you've been there. And, yes. and then the guy that goes, I'm going to take off. That's the guy you're like, you know what? He's nice, but he's not cool. No, you know what I mean? I tell you, one night, it's, uh, I won't say where it was, but it was something for Steve Fine Arts, and somebody was kept uh, coming over, and it were hard to talk to. Right. But there was somebody's parents. So, of course, for parents, I will do whatever I have to do. Don't apologize. I'll have my aunt or my uncle will meet you. It's all good. But fucking help me. And they're over there, and I keep trying to include them. Have I ever made this mistake? Yes. But I'm like, what, the, the guy would say something, and I'd go, oh, Duncan, I wasn't lying, is from Arizona. You right. know, that's my way of going, help me! And Duncan yeah. would give a one-word answer. They'd go back to, no, no, I need help over here. So, can anybody see I need help? <laughs> it's, it's, you hear? Here's one of the you funniest know things. About. Yeah. Help There's, me out. It's easier to deal with one. Four people can deal with somebody easier than one person. One of the funniest things I've ever heard a human being say, we were at the Comedy Cellar one night, and me and Ben Bailey and D- Dave Attell were standing on the stairs. You know, the stairs that go up, not mm-hmm. the ones that go down. We're sitting on those steps at the Comedy Cellar. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. We're smoking cigs. So, some guy comes up to Attell, and he's like, Dave, I'm a huge fan. He pulls Attell a little bit away from us, and he's just chewing Attell's ear off, and he's so annoying. And Ben and I are not putting our foot in that pond because the guy's so annoying. And then Dave, Dave, after five minutes, he just turns Dave. and he goes, hey, can I introduce you to my friends? Just watches and doesn't help. <laughs> hot dog, hot dog, hot That's right. Good for Dave Attell. Hot diggity dog, Dave Attell. Cheers. Hot dog, hot dog, no problem solved. 
show, everybody. This is a new format we got. It's called Hot Diggity Dog. Hot Dog, Hot Dog, Hot Dog. Oh, good for fucking David Tell. How funny is that? Yes. Just watches and like... doesn't help. <laughs> I've heard that guy say the funniest things I've ever heard a human being say to another human being, and he's not on stage. We were walking one night to go to a bar. Fucking leave me over here. We were walking one night to go to a bar. We were going from the cellar to the fat black. So, you know, it's right around the corner. And we're, it's, it's like 2 a.m. again. It's back when Dave drank, and we're, 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 we're a little tuned up, and we're going over there. And he's like, yeah, man, so let's, uh, you know, let's keep the party going. Let's go to uh, let's go to the fat black and whatever. You know, and he's like, you know, he talks like, and this fan of his insomniac fan comes running across the street, and the guy's wasted. And he's trying to say the words David Tell, and he can't. He's so excited he can't get it out of his mouth. He's going, and Dave goes like this. The guy's right over there. Dave goes like this. Yeah, man, so we'll go with it. <laughs> and then just turns back to me and is like, so, uh, yeah, this place is pretty cool, you know. It should be good. <laughs> Did it? Dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. Didn't even acknowledge it. How long have you known David Tell? Since I, almost since I started. I was about two years in when I moved to New York. I met him right away and became friends with him. What's the first comedy club you ever went up at? Laugh House. <laughs> this is my new interview styles. Laugh House. Laugh in, House? On South Street. Yeah. I yeah. was just there. I was one of the only white comics. That was a, a really great training ground, actually. That, was, that room, and I've only been there once. Yeah, Maybe you were, ba- you were years banned, ago. right? It, no. <laughs> You're banned for all those racial slurs you said <laughs> on stage. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, uh, the, uh, um, oh, I got thrown. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I, You would was, do that character, Granny Wizard? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you know, as an old lady who ran the KKK. It was like a, it was like a, a Jonathan Winters kind of thing. <laughs> well, because that was a, it was a different time. It was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. Hot dog! <laughs> hot dog! Hot dog! Hot dog! Hot dog! Listen, sure, I have a good show. What was the first club you ever went up in? None of your business. Uh, um, no, I did the comedy. Uh, well, I used to do Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> jokes at the mall in a bar called the Beer Descolis. I don't remember what it was called. People in Plymouth meeting are furious. You would just do his jokes? I just jokes? confused two names. Descolis was a deli back a fucking long time ago. Excuse the language, but I'm a fucking hip show. We curse because we're yeah. hip. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, but fuck. wait, what do you mean? Fuck, fuck, fuck. we don't fuck give a shit. We're hip. God damn shit. shit. Fuck, 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 fuck. But why would you? Why would shit? Fuck you. Well, we're cool. We don't give a shit. Why would you do Rodney Dangerfield? Are you afraid how cool we are? Fuck, fuck. Oh, fuck! I want to hear your fucking story. Suck, shit, fucking shit, suck. Shit, shit. Fuck. Wait a minute. I thought you said this is a family show. I'll go back. You're right. You, okay, back to yeah. this. This is not the show I do. I apologize. This right. is not the show I do, Duncan, and I want everyone to witness it. Okay, back to <laughs> back to you. Okay, that's a good question. So I used to go to, there was a bar, and I would do Rodney jokes. I wasn't a comedian yet. Because you didn't know what, you just thought that's what you did or whatever? No, I knew. we got ears, it's time for cheers. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. You know what it is. Right. You you know the best line I ever heard was I you you do, hopefully if everything goes right. I mean I knew that they weren't my jokes and I knew most of the audience didn't know that. Right. So you know I don't want to bullshit. But you hopefully as you want to do stand up you develop a new relationship with for the respect of stand up. That's yeah. why you get to the point when you know you're you're 
you just you go, okay, there were some habits I had, and then you grow past them. And then the comedians you get picked on are the ones that, uh, you know, we right. all know their names. It's not just yeah. when you're your first year, you make mistakes. You Hopefully you, you develop a new relationship with stand-up comedy. Yeah, you don't get a shitty label for making mistakes. You get a shitty label for not learning exactly. from it. Exactly. That's yeah. why I always go in. By the, sim- by the time someone has a reputation, if you did it, whatever, if you did it a, a, a small amount of time in a period, you're not making money. Once you start making money even, once you start getting 50 fucking bucks, you got to, hopefully you've developed a better relationship. Go, yeah, you can't. You right. know, that's why they go, oh, that's a stock joke. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, right, right. But uh, I, I know what it's like to uh, do a joke that isn't yours, and that's how when other people do it and aren't honest, but they're forty-five years old. I know they're full <laughs> of shit because I was a seventeen-year-old. I know the mindset. You think you hope no one will notice. You, you, you think you're fooling somebody, now, but has, you're not. Did somebody steal a joke of yours? No, I stole theirs. No, no, no. With the way you just said that, I thought you were referring now to somebody that maybe stole a joke of yours. Oh, no, no, no. I've you're just saying you're just saying comedians in general that are in their forties act like they don't know any better. No, when there when there's uh, someone that has a rep for stealing. It's oh, like, I see what you're we saying. We know what you're doing. Right. You know. Yeah. You. You know. You. You. You know. People. Anyway, I, I got lost, and it's okay. Thank you. you didn't get lost at all. I followed you completely. Yeah. Um, I followed you completely. So so back to that. So I would go into the bar and I would do Rodney jokes, you know. And I'd be, I didn't do them in Rodney's voice, by the way. You did, yeah. Well, that's because you were stealing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was 16. My wife's a horrible cook. That's like, um, yeah, you don't rob a bank and then put the money in a box that says Chase Bank right, on exactly. it. <laughs> From Chase Bank. I'll tell you, the other day I came home and my wife was in bed with another guy. I'll tell you, my my wife's such a bad cook. I I caught a fly fixing a screen door. <laughs> That's a Rodney. What's beat. your favorite Rodney Dangerfield joke? I'll tell you. Give me some reverb. We'll get some drum hits back, and we'll see what jokes of Rodney's we can remember. Now we call this Rodney Dangerfield memory of the next bit. Whatever <laughs> this next bit is about a bit. Because I have a bit. I have a song. You can cr- set up any bit. Oh, I got to pitch you the bit. I forgot. Oh, you want to do that now? Yeah, let's do that. I forgot. Okay, go ahead. And then we're going to set up the Rodney. That's just your favorite Rodney Danger. And then we're and then why are you holding your microphone like you got it on like it's nineteen thirty? My earphones. I don't like wearing them on my head. They bother me. Well, don't wear them at all. Well, you said you were putting reverb on and stuff. Oh, you need to hear that stuff. Well, actually, everything's playing through these speakers, so you don't need these. Okay, so go. Let me hear your thing. You pitched a Doug. One thing at a time. I pitched this to Doug and the other guests on the show. So professional yesterday. Do you, can't you know here's, how professional I am? You're a professional. Oh, you don't have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good bit. Nah, no, stop ahead, it. The, uh, that's the that's the Goodfellas joke. She says, "Shut up! You're always talking." Right, right. <laughs> so I I do want to hear the bit though. You have to go out on stage, dead serious. You can't. You can't do it in an ironic voice. You can't go, I'm just fucking around. I'm and sorry. You're, and you're pitching this to do, Doug should do this? Yeah. Okay. You got to do I'm pitching it to you now. Oh, okay. You got to do this like straight and just keep fucking going after that. Like it's like it is your opener. You go out and go, hey, folks, I spent the afternoon at one of these Alamo draft houses. You've been to these places? They're phenomenal. In fact, they're so popular, it was a real battle to get into the place. And then you just got to keep moving. <laughs> You're not allowed to laugh. Doug said he would maybe do it like where he was laughing hysterically, like he couldn't imagine saying how funny this thing is. I was like, as long as you commit like that, but you can't be ironic yeah, laughing. No. It's a real battle to get in there. Now, even that's tilting it a little. It's a battle to get in there. Would that be okay? Yeah, because that's your delivery. You it's gotta- a battle to get in there. 
And then, and then, uh, what if you had like ten more of those? That's the way I always like to. Yeah, well, much? but because here's the thing: if you have ten more, no, not then, on that on the draft house on others. On but others, then, then it tips it. Then it's then like it he's doing it. ten shitty jokes. You do that one, and you just keep moving right into your good stuff. The They're going to be like, "What the, the fuck money. was that?" <laughs> Unless you did this right afterwards, you know what Wayne Newton does. You know, just it's one for the money, for the show. Yeah, so you go like this: you're like, do your joke, and you could be Wayne Newton doing that joke. Folks, you want some reverb? Yeah, give him a little reverb so it sounds like we're at a nightclub. Folks, it's so great to see all you tonight. Thanks for coming out here at the Sands. This is wonderful to see all these beautiful people. Oh. <laughs> Before we get started here, I got to tell you, I've been to this. Uh, I've been to this Alamo Draft House all afternoon. Have you been to this place, people? Oh, the Alamo Draft House. It's it is phenomenal. In fact, it's so great. It's just a battle to get into the place. It's one for the money, two for the show. And then when they, and then, oh, this is the other part. When they don't laugh, go, I'll scalp you, you fuck. It's one for the money, two for the show. That's a good character. The guy does really shitty I'll jokes, and then it you. turns to I'll fucking, violent anger. I'll, I'll skull fuck your ass. It's one for the show. And then he has to go back and do the song. I'll scalp you, you motherfucking It's one for the money. for the show. Hey, you want to hear something fun? Yeah. Good time. Great time. Watch. You're going to love it. You've got something for me. Something you call love, but confess. People at home need it. Like, they have to run and get something to eat, but they have their eye. They don't want to miss it, so now they they use this, like, 60 seconds. They run in, they get popped. Yeah, we shut up for a second. We just give them some travel. What are they going to get to eat in 60 seconds? Well, so. give them two minutes then. Now, All right. now look what you did. Now look what you did. I think I could sing this. Who is this? Would you be honest? I, don't, I forget who it was. Somebody sent it to me. Planet Funk. Let me give me that. Give me that music. Just the loop of it. Silly as I am on this show, there's certain things. On the treadmill, I was doing it all afternoon. You keep saying I got love. It's but a I, great song. But I can't do it now. I'm not brave enough. You mean, you what are you talking about? Hello, give me some reverb. You keep saying Oh, you got to sing it. Yeah, I have to sing it. Oh, okay. I didn't know what you were doing. You little, little thing. Maybe you, if I did the phone voice? For those of you at home, Todd pulled a candle over to read a piece of paper like Scrooge. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck you were doing. <laughs> hey, I have a great game. It's called Let's Make Up Jay Leno Cars that uh, Jay Leno would say he has. Hey, Jay, what okay. kind of car is that? Oh, it's a 1963 Dusseldorf. <laughs> yeah, it's a 64 Skip Deflector. Yeah, it's yeah. a 1977 uh, Ford uh, Trotter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, it's a 1644 Snoopy Fluter. <laughs> <laughs> He's always got these cars. <laughs> We it's were a doing 1920 one flip down flipper. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 37 Ford Blablabla. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god, that's really some funny. rim shots on these. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, no, because we thought Jay's so in the cars, like they would go, "Oh, that's a that's a um, a horse. That's a that's a that's a ninth that's a nineteen. What's the year before they had cars? It's a nineteen oh one clip clopper. A clip clopper. <laughs> Jay, 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 that's a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an old car. <laughs> before they had cars, Jay's like, "It's an old car." <laughs> It's a clip clop. <laughs> no, Jay, that's a horse. Yeah, an old car. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a, it's a living thing, Jay. That's an old car. Sure, a clip the clop. The oldest horse in history. The oldest horse. It's 115 I years old. I have a couple old. in my garage. Yeah, I got a clip clop. Well, it's a picture of one. Oh, okay. It's a okay. picture. I, I thought he actually had the horse Well, there. I did, but I changed it because you, you made me aware of it. No, nah, it's good. The old horse is good. Nah. The old horses are funny. That's what people <laughs> like. People like old horses. <laughs> That's funny. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Now we got ears. It's time for cheers. Somebody said they saw J Lo once. Yeah, that's a nineteen six. That's a fourteen thirty-two. Four Jews pulling a cart. No, 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 no. That's not right, Jay. You shouldn't have that. That's you should you should free those men. <laughs> it's just a car. Uh, <laughs> hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Now we got ears. It's time for cheers. Hot dog, hot dog. Oh my God! I'm sweating up a a, a, a storm. That happened. Say a point. What's right before I got political? That I'm happened. Sweating up a point. I was. I hate that I keep bringing up Doug's podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't mind. But uh, I was. I we got. We smoked a lot really fast, and I was of like, I, don't mind. I was feeling cool, Asshole. and I was having a good time. And then I started to get the sweats, and I started. You know, when you start going down that like oh. that downhill like pot hill, you know what I mean? Where yes. you're like, oh shit, and I'm, am I gonna have to go lay in the bathroom? And luckily, I, I go, can I switch chairs with you to the guy next to me? He goes, yeah, we did, and they put a fan on me, and I was fine. But it was fan, like, fan can do a lot. I start, dude, oh, I was sweating like bullets. We'll have what? Like yeah, bugs. bugs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went to a meeting today at Jash for, for it doesn't matter what. Oh, I, oh, I went to a meeting today. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I have a meeting with Jash. Ooh. What was that? If you listen closely, you how can... do you get the trumpet to say Joe DeRosa? You hear it? That's yeah. not easy to do. JJ taught me. Wow, that's <laughs> nuts. Who's JJ? JJ usually plays trumpet. Can I tell you? Oh. This? No, I don't, I don't mean to tell you this. You're not going to have it, the experience tonight. But I did. I tried three trumpet players. They were all busy tonight. Usually I play the song, and then I go, fuck that. That's not big enough. I go, let's do it again. And then through that curtain, JJ comes out with his trumpet. We get the whole room dark. 
right? And then I go, oh, turn around, Joe. Look what I got for you. And bah, 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 bah. Oh, that's wailing away up. like a fuck. I shoot some smoke out. But tonight, you got me. That's, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> Do you, do you video this, too? You know what? Theater of the Mind. Th- everyone says that, but Theater of the Mind, we put pictures up. People, Theater of the Mind is crazy. Matter of fact, play his song again. Maybe I could do it. Joe DeRosa, you let me down. Joe DeRosa. Sure I could play it bigger. You let me down. That's big, baby. Bubbles. You should check Oh, my God, I'm turning into a, a flamboyant cabaret act. <laughs> so Rip Taylor, turn the music off. I don't do bells and whistles anymore. Everything's off. It's just serious interviews. That's it. Show. That's all it is now. It's all, right. all talk from now on. Oh, come in. <laughs> come in. Come in. It's open. <laughs> just slide the fucking door. Come in, God damn it! Anyway, what do you? What do your neighbors think is happening? Can I tell you? (laughs) (laughs) What what do they think is happening out here? We're on Todd's yard. There's only a There's only a curtain between us and the rest of the world. Can I tell you? Yeah. Do you see the big fan? I have a fan. It's like literally four, not like the one I borrowed in Pennsylvania to get rid of the bugs. It creates white noise. And what it does, by the time it gets to the neighbor's house, they hear it, but it's a muffled sound from the distance. When I first put it here, I did testing because I thought at the old place I could do whatever I wanted. And I thought, yeah, the bits we do have curling Where'd screens. you used to do it? It was, above, it was a place called Black Horse Motors, and it was a basically they had exotic cars. And upstairs there was a huge loft, all glassed in with like brick walls on the side. And it was the best thing in the world, and I had to leave because they were going to maybe sell the building. And I thought, once I knew that, I'm like, and now I'm, I love it here more than even over there. And that was great over no, there. No, this is amazing. This is like a fort, you know. This is great. Now, do you come out and hang out in this, in this room? That's a good question. I don't as much as I'd like to, but once I rent to the people upstairs, I, there are nights when I think, well, why be in there making noise if it's a weeknight? And I do have come out here a few times. Hey, come out here, you put some tunes on. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about making noise at all for the people that uh, live above me. Yeah, yeah. That I rent to. (laughs) I don't want to get any ideas. The old landlord over here. Let me take a deep breath. So what else? So so when you go back, where do your parents live? (laughs) Uh, Jersey. They live in South Jersey. And uh, do they come to your show ever? They always come. They flew out for my special taping. And And where uh, where did you shoot your special? In Hollywood, at the at the Hollywood Cemetery, in the inside the Masonic Temple. Wow, are you serious? Who yeah. shot it? Uh, Comedy Central did the special. Wow, and and then uh, that's a great place to do it. It and was great. You got a billboard. Isn't yeah, that fun. It was very fun. Right. It was exciting to see the billboards. They've been very supportive, so I feel grateful. Comedy Central did. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so. I, I've never had a billboard. It's certainly something you see that and like my like tour bus billboard like fun fun. Just all, you know, it's like those cool things. You know, it's a wild like. I want one so bad. <laughs> 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 I want a billboard so. The truth is, I made a joke about it, but I do. I'm happy for the person that gets it, especially when you really like them. Right. But you're also thinking, "Wow, that's so fucking cool! They got a billboard." I, it's, it's nothing I ever fathom. It was like a month before the release, and I called my manager, and I was like, "Dude." They should. Do we get a billboard? She's like, yeah, dipshit. Yeah, oh. <laughs> she's like, it's Comedy Central. You should fire that whore. No, it's she's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank 
I might get a girl manager just My to, manager, just to prove I'm cool. Sam Samantha Safer, she's the greatest. Wait, human Samantha's being on your earth. manager? Yes. I, to George Carlin, that's my safe. You love Sam. We've we hung out together. She is she is this her and Eric are Yeah. They're the best, the best people. They are. They're just pure, frenetic. They have the right amount of silliness and then the right amount of love all packed in. They are perfect human beings to me, both of them. I, I really love I, them, and we don't hang out that often, but it doesn't matter. We still, I think, both have a great affection for each other. Yeah, I, I love them. I love me them. Too, I remember too. hanging out with you and Sam at South by Southwest. Right. Uh, but when we see each she's other, great. I get excited because, yeah. you know what? Maybe after saying these nice words, I'll, we, we could both go out of our way to try a little bit harder to get to hang out a little more. People get busy because right. back like five years ago, we would see each other a lot more. But, you know, right. hey, that's what you want. You want your friends to be busier. That means they're doing well. Right. You, and, and you can still hang out. just takes a little more work. Yeah. And I think she and uh, Eric are... They're they're definitely leaning more in the direction of homebody than well, and they like to swing bar. It's one for the money, two for the show. Three to get ready, go. Oh no, they bring people over. The great thing is Sam would think that's so funny. That's why she's awesome. You know what I mean? Wait, say that again. I said the great thing is that Sam would think that joke was so well, funny. Course, that's that's why she's awesome. That's one of the reasons she's. Yeah, awesome. she one time I remember and this is a true story. I swear to God, I was over their house. And uh, she came over and she asked me if something smelled like ether. Right. So I didn't know. I wasn't thinking. I took a whiff, woke up, and I had been fucked by both of them. <laughs> and best night of my life. Best night you can't remember. It's one for the money. Come on. Show. You're, doing, you're doing it too much now. It's one for the money. All right, get your I, hope, show. I, hope, I, think, I think it's funny. John. Not in the middle of the show. Come on. No, that's, no one's going to laugh Come at on. you. You think that's how you're going to get uh, Joe DeRosa to think you're funny? Okay, enough of that bit. That's immature. That's immature. Yeah. Yeah, Stop. that's gross. And his mom. Let's set the up the bit. The last bit was about a guy who did something. They're generic bit And then somebody did something else, and then something else happened. And then somebody did something else, and then something else happened. And then everybody laugh, 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 laugh. Listen, if blank, bl- oh, we gotta, we gotta go in for the clothes. That's okay. Go so I quick. had a great time. Leave everybody wanting a little bit more. No, I like to leave them a little. Bo- uh, I like them to have so much fun and then go. Ah, oh, think it'll peak again. <laughs> That's the same thing, I think. Do we have? Do we set the Jay Leno bit up when we did it? We didn't play a jingle. Do you have an intro jingle? That same one, but uh, uh, to intro a jingle. Let me hear. It. This next bit is about a guy who does something. Just in case. All right. Um, (laughs) How do we say goodbye? This is a... I don't know. I don't don't hurry it. Now I'm not... I used to be nervous. Now I take my time. We think about it. What do we want to do? How do you usually say goodbye? This is what we do. You just try to figure it out. (laughs) We start talking about it. And that way he takes the nervous. And I think, oh my God, is Todd really having a trouble... Closing his show? Does he not know what to do? But no, I know how to go big. I could close it if I want it big. I have tricks. I go, you know, we have hits. We go, Joe DeRosa was here. Joe DeRosa. Hey, man, that second one is, is shit compared to the first one. <laughs> I mean, if I was, if my band did the big one, hey, and they give me another one, and then give me a biggest one you got. All right. And I then see. one night I go, hey, a joke, and I hear this. 
great, you're all fired. Right. I use the band that does the big one. The big one. Thank you. I'm like Wayne Newton. You're I, like Wayne Newton. Oh, you think so? Yeah. What? 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 what you're what, like what? Fig Newton. <laughs> Joe DeRosa. The worst insult comic. <laughs> Good. Do, do, do yeah. It. Hey, buddy, you got a great voice. You sound do like Fig Newton. It's one for the money, for the show. Well, everybody, you know what? Kesara, Sarah. Right. That's how we'll close it out. Our guest was. Joe DeRosa, everybody. Thank you for having me. Part one of the Todd Glass Show. That's, that's you know what we call that? Well, you just did a cold opening. That's not even a show. I, I love our, it. Our cold openings are great. I Other people it. go, I'll drop it as a show. There was enough in there. Stop it. Yeah, you do an hour cold opening. We do a cold opening with a guest. That's a cold opening. Yeah. That's free. Then you do a four-hour show. Then I do a four-hour <laughs> show. Right, right. All right. Well, I guess we'll just... Close. We'll all sing the song and we'll go to close. Here we go. Reverb. about Joe to close out the show. I'm not kidding around. I, when I slice, I slice like a knife. Did everybody... Re- I don't want to look like a jackass in front of a guest with his closing, this thing we wrote about you. Did everyone read it and memorize it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yes. You, you want to read it off the paper? No, you can. No, no, we Do you want to read it off the paper? I know it by heart. Okay. Joe, thank you very much for being a great guest. We really enjoyed having you in the barn. Thank you for being funny, kind, nice, and sensitive. You are a special person. I hope everybody watches your hour special on Comedy Central. February 3rd. February 3rd. At midnight. At midnight. Good night. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. Not the way you do your hair. But it's you I like. The way you are right now. The way down deep inside you. Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like, it's you yourself, it's you, it's you, it's you I like.